Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. Motherfucker's doing a bicycle kick with no wires, and you're just like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like 100%. Like, that would be awesome. So, I don't know. I think there could have been more done. I think they were just, because it was 1980, again, they don't mind that sort of plotting push forward with the plot. We're going to get the fights at the end. They're going to be awesome. They're waiting for the payoff yeah. at the end, and I'm too much of a fucking adhd spaz that i need more violence than that well yeah i mean you know like 1987 the beginning of robocop like you're introduced to peter weller and then he's fucking tortured really (laughs) fucking legit bad like yeah yeah, shooting his fucking hands off and you know like drinking his own blood and gargling and shit and everybody's laughing at him (laughs) i love killing cops and you're like fuck jesus christ yeah like the movie grabs you by the lapels and just like shakes the shit out of you until your neck is sore and you're ready to pass out yeah where films kind of coming off the 70s just kind of had a much slower trajectory yeah and that's that's what we got i could have used i could have used several more ass kickings i could have used way more way more training at that octagon yeah like they set it up cool they set it up really cool and they could have as we get to the end, like Chuck has got to navigate his way through the octagon. They could have had a number of guys try to go through and fail and fucking die. Yes. It could have helped raise the stakes a little bit. You know, a guy goes through and gets like, I don't know, 20% through the fucking octagon and he's dead. And then they cut later and a guy gets 30% and you're learning, Oh my God, there's more traps. And then finally when Chuck gets through, yeah, maybe you've seen the first half, but the second half is like, Whoa, yeah. We've never gotten this far before. I don't know where this could possibly lead. So, you know, it's just a, a, a little bit disappointing. Now, this movie would be prime for a remake now. This would be a great movie to take and rework it. Fucking right it would. Yeah. I would not be mad at that at all. Like, there's a lot of movies that I don't want to see remade. Like, leave fucking Point Break alone. Well, but why, this? The, the, my problem is they always take ones that are fucking classics and remake them. Yes. It's just like, oh, here's a fucking perfect film. Robocop. Predator fucking aliens like these are like don't fucking touch those but no. something like this the octagon where you're like eh, a little bit flat could have been a bit better 
A lot of potential. I'd go see a remake of that. Yeah, lots of potential to make this better. And Chuck could be in it Fuck and yeah, play he could. the Lee Van Cleef character. hundred uh, percent. If we're not doing, if we're not doing a whole lot of martial arts, he could be fucking terrorist camp. There's like gun shooting and staring. Yeah, grizzled old veteran that's going along for the ride. God damn right. Let's make this happen. Fuck yes, I'm in. Speaking of, I'm in. Pretty fur coat lady gets shot in the neck with a fucking blow dart here. Yeah. Uh, she gets wrote off. She's going I after AJ. I can't remember AJ. why they... Well, I think she's trying to convince want, AJ to do something and he doesn't want to. Like, he doesn't want to help and he's trying to tell her to get the fuck out of here and then she's chasing after him and as he gets in the cab, she gets shot in the neck with the blow dart and then... When they're, leave they're loading right her there. into the ambulance, they're loading her in the ambulance and Chuck is fucking standing there like an old Kmart mannequin. Like, <laughs> he's just fucking staring he doesn't fucking blink. He doesn't do anything. He basically is just standing there the whole time, and then he does a fucking one eighty and just walks away. Yeah, like he doesn't. He doesn't do like I fucking love shit. that shit that he does. I love how he yeah. fucking does that. And then they walk a few more feet, and he stops and turns back to leave Van Cleef, and he just fucking hits the same pose again. Like yep. he's just he's fucking cold, and then he spins and does a one eighty and fucks off again. Like. He's, he's very Batman. He's very Batman in this film. And he I is love very, it. very Batman. Then we get the French people singing Alouette, Jante Alouette, and ninjas climbing up the building, and Chuck's asleep, and everybody's asleep. Yeah. Lee Van Cleef's asleep in the car, and Aura's asleep in, I think she's asleep in Chuck's apartment, right? Because uh, like, he's like, can you get me to go see Sakura? Like, he wants to go and, and kill uh, Sakura. Yeah. But he needs a night's sleep or whatever before he heads off to the terrorist camp. But the ninjas are coming to fucking kill him first. So they're climbing yeah. up with the claws, man, up the brick yeah. building. I fucking wanted those claws so badly because Dude. I really thought it was the claws. I thought it was the claws that made it possible to climb. Yeah, not not realizing muscles. that you needed to have, like, muscles in a climbing background. I figured, like, <laughs> 12-year-old me... I, I could do a fuck of a lot of chin-ups back then, but, like, I just knew that... I just, like, if I had those goddamn claws, I could climb climb any fucking building. <laughs> I, wa- fuck. I wanted ninja claws, and I wanted Chuck Norris diamond crotch jeans. Those goddamn jeans. I really wanted those. Because I thought if like, you had those, point, you could I... kick somebody in the head. Didn't matter how flexible you yeah, were or yeah. not. Yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, just, can you do it naked? No. Well, <laughs> fuck, kid. You fucking asshole of a kid. <laughs> anyway... They Jesus. shoot a, a couple of guys in the alley here. Uh, some of the boys, Richard Norton and Aaron Norris, are here in the alleyway, and they get in a bit of a gunfight with Lee Van Cleef's boys. And a couple ninjas break in with their claws and try and kill Chuck, man, but Chuck fucks him up. Fuck him up, Chuck. Yeah. There's a shot. Lee, Lee Van Cleef fires a handgun and hits a guy, and he basically does, like, a punch front. Yeah. Like, he sells it He sells it a little too weird. It's like I've never seen anybody get hit with a bullet in the stomach and then go forward. Yeah, but that's you know, a massive it's... bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a fucking crazy bullet. But yeah, the the fight scene, the ninjas come in with their climbing claws, and because they have the climbing claws, they're fighting Chuck on the bed, and they're tearing the pillows apart, and fucking chicken feathers are flying everywhere. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it's pretty good. And Chuck, Chuck kicks a guy, or throws a guy, supposedly through the window, but he actually goes through the wall. Yeah. Pretty great. I enjoyed that. Lee Van Cleef throws a grenade over the wall at a guy. It's a, it's a pretty cool little scene here. Yeah, and the ninja, like, to her credit, the ninja comes at her to rip her face off with the climbing claws. And yes. Or, like, does, like, a like an X block or a cross block or whatever and stops them, which 
whatever. Like, the ninja outweighs her a fair bit, but, you know, she stops it, picks up her little fucking Uzi or whatever type of gun that is, and starts chasing him out. It's it's not a bad, it's not a bad uh, action scene at all. The one thing that I think, the two, well, two things. The cop goes to the bedroom, goes to the door, and Chuck answers, and he's like, hey, we got a noise complaint. What's all the noise? And it's Chuck's best acting in the whole movie. Yeah. Because Chuck's like, oh, we're newlyweds. Oh, yeah. We're really sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're like, the fuck. Weds. We're just yeah. banging it out here. Yeah, we're, we're just banging it out. Yeah. Yeah, we heard some noises. Oh, let me guess. It sounded like somebody running on a treadmill wearing flip-flops. Yeah. That's because uh, uh, I'm in here riding this riding this lady right now. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> No, it sounded like like gunfire and fucking. (laughs) It sounded sounded like gunfire and swordplay and somebody getting their head through the fucking wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're pretty. uh, We're pretty out there. Me and my fiance. (laughs) My fiance. It's just like that song CB4. Get a grip on the headboard and hold on to it, or get sent right through it. CB4. Fuck yeah. Um, the other thing that I thought was hilarious was the last ninja rappelling down the outside of the building and Lee Van Cleef and his boy are outside watching him come down. Oh my God, yes. They wait until he's in front of a window to shoot him. Yeah. Like, they don't shoot him when he's d- rappelling down where the bricks are. It's fucking hilarious. Like, if they miss it, they'd shoot through the window and kill somebody inside. Yeah. Well, for the for the, uh, art of this stealthy assassin, the fact that they're showing a ninja climbing down the outside of the building, and then they cut to three guys just fucking watching him <laughs> for, for like, an extended period yes. of time, it's probably, like, like the shot's probably, like, six or seven seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but in fucking movie time, it is. It's and they're lie. just basically watching this guy climb down the building to escape and then one guy just raises a gun and shoots him in the back <laughs> like, it's fucking awesome it's kind of great <laughs> it gave me a good laugh like i really fucking laughed at that and then he just falls to the ground and they cut back to lee van cleef and his face is just like he's pissed off like it's oh, man it's awesome like it's really good i had a good laugh over that tadashi yamashita gets his comma out and does his little spinny spin with them, Tadashi Yamashita does not have an athletic body. I know the guy could kick the fuck out of me probably to this day. No, no, certainly he, with two comma. He looks, he looks like me in high school. Yeah, but he's you know swinging the comma around, which we'll see actually again. He does it in in a, a movie coming up, Jim Kata, that we're gonna do. He swings yeah. the kata, uh, comma around pretty pretty uh, hardcore. But uh, Chuck is now following AJ because AJ is trying to now find out about this terrorist camp and what country they're going to and blah blah blah. He's trying to get in. So now we get all these sort of background, I guess, scenes of Chuck and AJ trying to figure out how to get into the octagon. Where did they end up? Where did they end up going? What country are they supposed to be in? Because there's a scene where AJ is driving basically in a truck with the chop topped and there's fucking kids just sitting on the trunk. Real kid, like barreling down in this fucking uh, truck with the like the struts and everything are all fucked because the truck's leaning sideways. <laughs> and there's just children, just children riding in the fucking open air, no roof, nothing. I think they're in Mexico, but I don't road. know what country they're supposed to be in. Okay, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking awesome. I was just like watching these kids just driving around in the open air. I'm like, holy shit, it's boss. Yeah, like kids riding around on the top of trains and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then. uh Aura and Chuck here are 
in Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore separate beds here. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. I wonder if that was a condition of like, we need to have room for the Holy Spirit in between us here, honey, because this isn't happening. Well, no, I, I think that they, uh, they initially, they're sitting in, they're in separate twin beds on either side of the room with the little nightstand and the candle. I'm going to be perfectly honest. They have some really good chemistry here. Like some they really do. good chemistry. Like, yeah. like he says something and she laughs and it's like great. her laugh seems really genuine. She kind of throws him those, those, uh, sexy eyes. And, uh, he's like, yeah, I just need to get a good night's sleep and, and whatnot. They have a really good conversation. She's very good for having only 15 credits to her name. Yeah. She stopped uh, quite a while ago, but as the person in the film with, I think, the least amount of credits, like, you've got people in here like Lee Van Cleef with 174 credits, Art Hindle, the guy that plays AJ, 184 credits, Chuck Norris is fucking Chuck Norris. Like, she's only got 15 credits. She does a really, really good job of keeping par with these actors, and, uh, you know, well, she, she doesn't lag at all. She's great. Well, I mean, let's be perfectly honest. Maybe... uh Maybe she wasn't acting. I mean, honestly, she's looking at Chuck Norris shirtless laying on a bed with that huge mustache. Yeah, like, fair enough. Yeah. She takes her she takes her top off and jumps into bed with him, but maybe that wasn't even in the script. Like, <laughs> she she like, was supposed to stay on that bed over there. She was supposed she was supposed to stay on the bed. She was just like looking at Chuck's fucking steely ass eyes and she's just like, <laughs> she's like Fuck. Here, here come the titties. Yeah. Uh, you're not being paid for nudity in this film. Yeah, fuck it. Film? What film? What are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, looks at the Who director. Shut up. This is this is fucking happening. Like, <laughs> you know, like, this is my shot, dude. Shut up. <laughs> this is it. I'm taking my shot. I picked my spot. I'll live with this. <laughs> I'll live with it. She's like Jimbo in The Simpsons. God, it's getting hot in here. My shirt's chafing. Yeah, yeah. Now my pants are chafing. <laughs> fucking Jimbo Jones. Yeah, she fucking did a Jimbo Jones on Chuck. <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, I love that AJ sneaks down here. He's breaking into this terrorist camp of full of, full to the titties of fucking ninjas and stuff. And he, he immediately gets captured. Yeah, he gets captured, like, he literally, like, you know, if you're playing a video game, right? Yeah. And you know how when you go into an area where you're like, okay, now I gotta jump, I gotta jump off this 10-foot wall mm-hmm. and land down on this next level below, but you know as soon as you jump down, you can't go back. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like, oh, well, once once I jump down here, I'm fucking locked into this level, I can't go backwards, and you yep. jump down, and all of a sudden, like, 50 guys jump out. He actually, he actually takes about 10 steps onto the property, and ninjas are popping out of the fucking oh, sand and dropping out of the trees. ninjas come out and fucking Rodney King his ass and then catch him in a net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a guy videotaping. Um, but the ninja, the ninja in the background. Listen, this is just evidence. It's evidence. I, I gotta say, like you know, as much as I said, there's some flat moments in this film. The ninjas come rolling out of the out of the fucking brush really well. They pop out of the sand really well. Like that's the shit that I watched when I was a kid, and I was like, holy fuck, these guys. Like that's what gave me the that ninjas are amazing. I want to see all the ninja films. Yeah. Um, when they do stuff like that, because up until this point, we really haven't seen the ninjas do shit. And yeah. the fact that one guy rolls out, uh, one guy pops out of the underbrush, another guy comes out of the underbrush, and then another one jumps out of a tree, and they do a nice overhead shot of him coming down with a fucking net. So 
that that's the shit that really got those 11 and 12 year old boys in the fucking 80s we loved that type of stuff and that Absolutely. was that was executed really really well plus five moments before we saw some side titty so again like this is all for i'm still the, happy yeah from that from that side titty to immediately <laughs> cut to four ninjas jumping out like this is where the movie actually starts getting good yeah from here on out i have no complaints really chuck yeah. chuck suits up in his black suit he's you know, he doesn't wear a ninja mask because he's Chuck Norris and you need to see his motherfucking mustache kick out of ass. Yeah, of course. And he's he's stuffing blades in the back of his uh, gloves and stuff. And then we get the, the walk across the sunset field. Which is really great. Which is not Chuck Norris, FYI. <laughs> Just, oh, it's not? No, it's the director did that after. That's the director's brother. <laughs> That's actually like, Chuck Norris's shadow. Chuck's in his trailer and his shadow actually <laughs> just walked across through the silhouette. Just yeah. say, hey, why don't you go? Why don't you go do that for me? <laughs> yeah, uh, Aura drives the jeep off here. Chuck makes his way into the thing, into the terrorist camp. He's up in a tree here, and now he's doing the whisper thing again. AJ, what the fuck did yeah. you do? Why are what you the in fuck, there? AJ, you're such an asshole. Oh, gotta save your stupid. You got ass captured again. when I was getting some titties <laughs> in my twin in my <laughs> twin bed. Cock blocking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you cock blocker. <laughs> Good overhead shot of the octagon. I liked it. Yeah. This big set that they built here. This is this is really good from here on out, really. The sort of Japanese looking style of the houses in the very sparse training camp. Chuck's getting ready to break in here with the fire and the lights. It's it's good, man. Like there's a couple fight scenes coming up, if I'm not mistaken, that are really good where Chuck gets out of the tree and uh there it's it's done really well from the standpoint of the the light and shadow i love in these older films where not everything is like evenly lit like they they don't have a whole lot of practical light so there's these little pockets of shadow and pockets of light and chuck's kind of grooving in and out you you don't you don't see him well yeah but the way that he's kind of running through and taking out his throwing knives throwing them into the trees the ninjas are kind of blending into the trees they're hard to see but i think that really works for the film there's a scene where he's walking past this house and a ninja rolls out from under the porch the porch is completely dark there's no cue to the audience that there's a ninja there like chuck knows that there's a ninja coming at him when the audience knows like we know at the same time so yes i like that certain urgency that they put because ninjas are just fucking flying out of the fucking shadows and i think that this is the best part of the film i think this really works well it does work well yeah i like these guys that come out chuck sprints across the open the open uh little field or whatever here courtyard and aura comes out of the the hut and again ninjas start coming out and this you know the one guy comes out with a little bow staff here in his little cloak like fucking assassin's creed and chuck fucks this dude up takes his bow staff from him and beats his ass with it like i like it man it's a good little scrap it's in the dark so you kind of can't see a lot but it it looks good i think it works like i think it works really well because they do a good job at hiding the ninjas in the fucking shadows like ninjas like do you remember in rambo 2 when that guy was looking for john rambo and he was fucking standing in front of that mud and rambo opens his fucking eyes in the mud and you were a kid and you were just like whoa he's fucking hiding in the guy i couldn't see him it's it's kind of like that 
with these ninjas popping out of the shadows because there's portions of the screen that are pitch black, which is a perfect spot to hide a ninja. It's yep. it's great. In and the they're doing black. a really good job because they are fucking running out of there. Like they're popping out really quickly. So it's uh yeah, like it's yeah. my favorite part of the film. This this back end is far superior to the front side of the film. Oh my god, yeah. The the scene here where he goes in, Chuck goes into the, the office and takes the sword and three ninjas come out of the corners of the room at him. Yeah. And like you don't you don't see them until they come out you at him. You don't see them. Yeah. It's done well. Like it's uh you know, as as we said earlier, like this film's kind of soft, but the stuff that it does well, it really fucking does well. Yeah. There's a there's a problem with ninjas being like fucking stormtroopers in other films, right? Like yeah. you know, oh, here's the toughest ninjas in the world and one guy kicks their ass. Chuck's kicking their ass, but it does look realistic because Ninja pops out. Chuck just fucking does a spinning wheel kick and, you know, like breaks his goddamn neck and then moves on to the next ninja. It's actually done really, really well. I, I, I really like the way that they handled it in this film. And it's good because Chuck's getting hit, too. Like, he's not unscathed. He's got a black eye here when he drowns the guy in yeah. the trough. His, his right yeah. eye is fucked up and bruised and stuff. And then when he fights the other couple guys and he does get hit a couple of times. Like, he's not cigaling it through here. So, no, you know, I, I like the fact that he's not invulnerable. Yeah, like, like Seagal doesn't get like a fucking C- scratch. He never gets fucking hit until his later films where he's actually not in the films. It's stunt people. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's you not know. even in it. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm excited to do Kill Switch coming up later. But Oh, fuck. I can't, I can't wait. Anyway, Chuck fucks up a bunch more ninjas here. Uh, three or four guys come out at him here with, like, a sword, a couple swords and stuff. Like, guys in cloaks like the Assassin's Creed shit come out and they just yeah. mob him and take him they do a thing that's you know somewhat reminiscent of bruce lee and enter the dragon where when he's in han's compound yes yeah um and he's taking on all these guys and all of a sudden you know the walls drop down and he's and he's trapped and that's essentially what happens here like he is beaten all manner of ninja ass and then they <laughs> kind of have these wooden portcullis drops down and basically puts him in this handmade made cage which is kind of like the beginning of the octagon the beginning of his he's gotta make his way through this it's like american ninja warrior with actual fucking ninjas like, yeah <laughs> he's, he's he's gotta run across you know like a log and jump over these different things all the while in a very very exceptionally done way ninjas are popping out to kill him as he navigates this obstacle course it's yeah. fucking cool like the ninjas are popping out of the fucking black water and you don't see them until they're out there and already attacking them. It's really good. It's good. There's some good stuff in here too, where Chuck's kicking stunt men into the water and stuff. It's there's a couple of cool little things where he boots a dude and he flips. There is one scene coming up here that I want to point out where Chuck is jumping across the ninja jumps up and he, he hits one guy into the water And then he squares off with this ninja, and the ninja attacks, and Chuck does kind of that rolling thunder Harold Howard kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And when he does it, he hits the stuntman in the chin, and the stuntman's head drops back off of the platform into the water. And apparently, from what Richard Norton said and the the director and stuff, Chuck hit him, and Chuck landed on the guy's legs, so the guy didn't fall into the water. Just his head went under the water. But because he's wearing... And a, Chuck was on his legs. Chuck's on his legs, but the guy's fucking face went in the water and the ninja mask got wet and he get, he didn't oh. get a chance to take a breath. So he was fucking drowning. 
Like he waterboarded yeah, he himself. Waterboarded himself. And Chuck with was Chuck holding him on your fucking legs. Yeah, Chuck's yeah. on his legs, and Richard Norton was like, Chuck was thinking like, you know, fuck this guy's struggling pretty hard. I'll just have to hold him stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you fucking imagine? And he That's did. Amazing. Oh yeah, he said when Chuck let him go and the guy slid in and came up, he just was gasping for air, like he almost fucking died. Yeah. And then Jesus. the next scene is where the Chuck, uh, the guy zigs when he should have zagged, and Chuck kicks him in the face. Nice. Yeah. I remember reading about that years and years ago. Yeah, very cool. There's some there's some good shit in there, man. Good fights with Chuck and the ninjas. I like that part a lot. But then AJ yeah, gets I, away and uh, Sakura gets him and puts the camera up to his neck and God damn it, AJ! God damn AJ! Yeah, he's holding the camera right up right up against his neck, and I know it's a fake camera, but he basically puts it around his neck and pulls it. Pulls like, it towards him, not to kill him, but just yeah. to kind of lock it in position. Tighten and it up a bit. I was like, it looks like I know, even though it's a fake comma, like when he did that pull, I was like, Jesus, it's like tight, it's, man. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got our fucking last fight. Dude, this fight is great between Chuck Norris and Richard Norton. And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion, part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.